0: With you guys, five movies. This is one of your co-hosts, Chris Gasper. This is Frank Pelicone. You are listening to episode 102 of The Spin Chagrin, and last week's category was "I'm not advocating the guillotine, but I'm just saying." So, Frank, what did you come up with, and does it involve a guillotine?
1: Um, so, the first movie 100% involves a guillotine. Okay. Um, then there was a second movie that I thought would involve a guillotine, and it wasn't immediately involving a guillotine, hmm. so we'll go with the first one, which is going to be the actual chagrin movie. Okay, uh, for the evening, um, and that is hold on, I got to pull up some info. 1976's Master of the Flying Guillotine, um, which is a uh, Hong Kong uh, kung fu movie. Okay, a sequel to the seventy one film One Armed Boxer. Okay. Um, this film is also known as The One-Armed Boxer versus The Flying Guillotine. Mm. So, okay. you may ask, what constitutes a flying guillotine?
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, um, the flying guillotine is a device employed by a blind assassin, wherein he throws this like fabric helmet-looking thing around somebody's head, that's got um, a ring of teeth on the inside of it. And then he pulls it and it saws their head off.
0: So it collapses? or No, no, no.
1: It it, it stays like around your head. And then he pulls it and it spins. And the spinning uh... blades, they saw your head off. Gotcha. And your head falls off. Okay. So you're decapitated. Interesting. So... I don't know how much, like, 70s kung fu movies you watched. I don't imagine you're a big fan of that genre.
0: Sunny Sheba stuff, does that count?
1: Um, That's not the same thing. I'm talking okay. about, like, the like the Wuxia, like, Pang, or not Pang, fuck. I can't remember what they're called. Yang Brothers, I think. Okay. Um,
0: Probably very the little Brothers. then. The stuff
1: that's set in, this- like... Like, more ancient China, where they're wearing, like, the traditional Chinese dress mm-hmm. and doing, like, traditional kung fu to each other. Big stuff, like, ridiculous kung fu. The thing more like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon.
0: Right. Like shit the Tarantino likes.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: This is one nah. of Tarantino's
1: favorite movies of all time, it turns out. Okay. Of, gotcha. The Master of the Flying Guillotine. Okay. Um, it also, part of the series of uh, tapes that um the Wu-Tang Clan watched that inspired okay. the um Shaolin um 36 Chambers aesthetic. Um specifically in I think it's in Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Um like fatal flying guillotine chops off your fucking head, Mr. Who is that? Mm-hmm. Hey yo like mm-hmm. yeah, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um Rizza is the master of the Flying Guillotine in, in Wu Tang um mythology. Okay. Okay. So there's this tournament that's gonna happen in China. Mm-hmm. Um and all the toughest guys are going to be there, except the guy that's the toughest guy, who's the head teacher at this kung fu dojo, who happens to be the one arm boxer, um, the titular character from the previous movie. This is a sequel to. He doesn't want to fight because he's done with fighting, and he just wants to train people on how to be, um, you know, how to use kung fu for your own mental and physical well being like not to like hurt other people but one of his students is like hey but what's the best way to show that you know we're above like beating people up than to go and watch other people beat each other up and show that we're better than them and he's like yeah that's a good point so let's <laughs> go so then they're going okay. so then you find out um that there's this blind man master of the flying guillotine and they actually introduced him in the opening just to show how the flying guillotine works mm-hmm. it's like one of like a vignette of him like doing moves and shit um he's looking for the one-armed boxer because he wants to kill him because the one-armed boxer killed two of his lieutenants in the previous movie mm-hmm. but the rub is that this guy is legitimately blind he can't see anything so what he does is he kind of just wanders the countryside until he hears people talking about a one-armed person. Then he murders that person in the hopes that it's the one-armed boxer. So he's <laughs> just randomly, like, murdering people with one arm in China. Which apparently there's a decent amount of. Um,
0: just okay. hoping he's going to kill the one-armed he... boxer
1: because he wants to get his revenge. he's
0: blind. He doesn't know. right?
1: Yeah, so, like, he's in a restaurant. And there's this, like, braggart that eats all this food and then tries to skip out on the bill. And the owner's like, hey, what are you doing? And he's like, hey, don't mess with me. Don't you know that I'm the one-armed boxer? And then the blind man's like, hmm. And he kills them. Okay. So eventually, like, everyone comes to this tournament. The tournament's run by this older man um, who's, like, a big patron of the martial arts. And so he's assembled fighters from all over China and even outside of, like, the borders of China. Um, to compete in this one-on-one combat tournament. So what they do, like, so this is all build up to this point. And then you get 30 minutes of people coming in and fighting each other randomly. Like, it's almost like watching, like, Street Fighter. So it's like, ah, long stick something versus big bow something. Okay. And then these two guys come in and they fight each other and one of them dies and they say, winner, take the loser away and then that happens like eight times
0: yeah Um, okay some
1: of those things are pretty funny like there's one where they put a bunch of swords in the ground and these guys are running around on top of the swords like trying to push each other off um there's another one where a guy like his his power is that his body is really hard so when like the people punch him um it doesn't really do anything um but he ends up getting killed i don't remember how okay like the other guy, what do they call him? Like Wildman, something. I'm. I keep saying something because every one of them has an Asian name, and I'm afraid if I just start making up Asian names, it's going to get super racist really quick. Uh-huh. So I'm not going to do that part. I'm just. I, I should have written them down. I didn't. Like, you know, sorry, but you're just going to have to imagine like some super stereotypical Chinese names, like Chu Chu Lao or. Wong, Wong Fawn or something like that. Lee so Kong. Well, Lu, you could call him Liu Kang. They could all be, just be Liu Kang. Okay, that's not racist because it's, I got it from a video It's a good game.
0: compromise.
1: Yeah. Um. So anyway, eventually this guy comes out and he's they're like something, one arm something versus this other guy, and they get in a fight and one armed guy beats them. and they're like, it's one armed bandit is the winner and all of a sudden on top of this building there's um the blind guy the blind assassin mm. and he throws his flying guillotine and chops off the dude's head yeah. and it's hilarious because you can tell that what they did was they just pulled the guy's shirt up over his head because like his shoulders all of a sudden are like six inches lower than his <laughs> neckline it's pretty uh-huh. hilarious. so the way that you find out the blind guy has been or has been tracking people is he's hired three assassins to go along with him. Mm. and the first assassin is like lightning from um, Big Trouble, okay. so he's wearing the um, the rain hat. Um, but his move is like, oh, he's got tonfas. You know what a tonfa is? No, a tonfa is a police baton, basically. Mm-hmm. That they were like really hardwood police baton, like weapons like that that you would hold. Like a stick, and then the stick was like perpendicular to that that would go down the length of your shoulders or elbow. Oh, okay. Shoot, like, yeah. Block attack Yeah, yeah, yep,
0: at I got you. I know, I've seen
1: them. Um, then the second guy is a Thai kickboxer who's like a drunk and a blowhard, um, but like Man. a really talented fighter. And then the third guy is super racist, but also kind of amazing. Because he's an Indian like Swami, okay, who has the ability to stretch his limbs to perform attacks.
0: What? So what does that sound like? Yeah, that's uh. What's his? I can't remember his name from Street D'Al- Fighter. Dolsim, Fighter, right? Yeah.
1: yeah. Um. Yeah. Huh. So that's anyway, funny. so during the tournament, before the other one-armed guy gets his head cut off, our one-armed hero, the one-armed boxer, he's like look i'm not going to fight in this tournament i'm just going back to the going back to the school like to do the right thing and not be involved here um so then like once all hell breaks loose in the tournament and um <laughs> the not only is the blind executioner guy with the guillotine um like just randomly killing people he's also like gets these bombs and he's jumped around going like whoop whoop and throwing these bombs, and they're, like, exploding. Like, so he blows up the stage, and then he's just, like, randomly blowing up patches of, like, dirt in the arena. Um.
0: So. I'm really confused by this one arm boxer character, honestly. Like, he keeps shifting. Like, it feels like there's not much motivation. Like it's like he's gonna just train people, but then it's like he's very easily convinced to like go to this tournament. And then it's like there's this guy who's killing people based on his name and he's just like, nah, I'm not gonna do it. Well, anything. no, no,
1: he, he left before that happened. He didn't know that was happening. Okay, yeah. all right. Because the organizer of the tournament sent him a note that said, like, hey, you know, you're you're a pretty um pretty strong fighter, and if you were in our tournament you'd lend us some legitimacy. So if you don't mind, do you, you know, could you come and like have a like couple matches? And he's like, nah, fuck that, and he just leaves.
0: Okay. Um, Makes sense. so
1: he doesn't yeah. know that he's like they're killing in his name. Okay. Yeah. So then of course, like all the bad guys go to his dojo and try and fight him. And they end up like killing a couple of his dudes, but then he ends up like killing all of them. So then he's gotta have his final confrontation with um blind guillotine master. Um, and he does this thing where he fights him in a, like, bamboo forest, so every time he throws the flying guillotine, it, like, gets stuck on the bamboo, Mm. and so he can't ever, like, really, like, get any tracking on him, so he's eliminated his one power, which is the flying guillotine. Although you would think that eliminating his one power um, would be just the fact that the dude's blind and you're a ninja,
0: right.
1: um, but that's not enough, I guess. Uh-huh. So they they have their fight, and he eventually like incapacitates the flying guillotine, and then ends up like killing him, and
0: that's the end of the movie. So um, this sounds really like influential, like in a lot of different ways. Then
1: it is. It's super. I mean, so there's so many things in it where you can see the influence, like um tarantino uses part of the soundtrack in kill bill like mm-hmm. some of the um some of the music obviously there's things from um the flashback scene with uh what's the name of her mentor the guy with the big long beard i can't Pai me yeah there's there's scenes from Pime may that are influenced like from things in this movie mm-hmm. um the Wu-Tang Clan shit you know, is, like, pretty apparent, like, if you know the Wu-Tang
0: Clan. Um, yeah, I just... All of these well, movies... Well, even that, up. I mean, maybe it predates this, but it's, like, that bamboo stuff is, like, every single video game I feel like I've ever played, and then it, like, pops up in oh, yeah, tons that... of movies, and...
1: Yeah, that shit not like Cooper when you have to do that with... Uh, <laughs> well,
0: there, right, there's that, yeah, and there's a bunch of games. Like, even that Sifu game that I was playing last year, like, had some sequence like that, um, as well.
1: Actually, I would argue that it probably is exactly that scene that's the influence on that part in Sly Cooper 3
0: mm-hmm.
1: where you're in the bamboo forest fighting against the guy with the... He's got a stone-like thing that he throws at you, right? Does yeah. That, um, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Um, so, yeah. So, I don't really do it much justice because th- there's not really much to talk about in these kung fu movies so they are all basically the same. It's like here's some exposition now watch like 60 minutes of people doing kung fu randomly. And then here's the final battle, you know, it's not a whole lot of shit like happening in between Mm -hmm. like the polls, but it's, um, I'm not as big a fan of kung fu movies as I was when I was maybe like 15, 20 years younger, Mm -hmm. but I still enjoyed it well enough. It was fun to watch. It had a couple of times where the dub was really bad and it made me laugh. Um, (laughs) Right. I wish I could have seen a subtitle version of it honestly I don't know if one exists but the version I found on YouTube um, was an English dub the funny thing is I swear to god all these movies were on Netflix at one point because I added them all and mm. they're all gone I mean obviously because Netflix churns mm. through shit like butter but sure. <laughs> um, like the uh, Five Deadly Venoms and Enter the 36 Chambers and The Mystery of Chess Boxing. Like, all that stuff that was, like, a huge influence on Wu-Tang in the early days. They were all on um, Netflix at one point. So,
0: but anyway. They yeah, they don't need that shit anymore because they spent, like, fucking $5 billion on content in the past three years or something.
1: Yeah, so I can see Bright 3.
0: <laughs> Bright, yes, right.
1: Um, I don't know. Whatever. If you like kung fu movies, it's worth watching. And, again, it's free on YouTube, so doesn't cost you anything. But, um, yeah, it's just, it was fine it's a kung fu movie and it met a hundred percent met the um the premise yeah i wish i I should have written down some lines of dialogue i was really like i kind of was getting into the kung fu stuff because it was so (laughs) so pointless like the the tournament like the fact that they have this storyline about this guy who's trying to avenge his whatever like dead minions at the hand of this like social justice warrior from whatever 400 bc um and they just like abandoned like there's no story it's just like hey here's a guy with a sword versus a guy with his hair in a braid and he strangles you with this braided hair that's that that's one of the matches that's
0: that's really one of the matches. see that that's what would probably be really funny to me is like oh yeah yeah
1: And they're fun to watch. I mean, like the Kung Fu was always just the martial arts stuff is always the same. Like when you watch those movies, there's a lot of wind whistling and, you know, and people like stumbling backwards because somebody put their palm in their chest or whatever. Right. Um,
0: How does he beat the drunkard? Remember?
1: No, I don't remember. They're fighting inside the dojo. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't remember. Hmm. None of that stuff was super memorable to me. And I was actually, I mean, the movie's like fucking almost two hours long. So I was getting kind of tired of watching it at that point. And that literally all that stuff happens with like 20 minutes left.
0: Hmm. Gotcha. I really, lo- I was like, I re- just real quick, I really lowballed that Netflix. Do you want to guess how much Netflix spends a year on content?
1: Fifty four million dollars.
0: What hold on, what did you just say?
1: Fifty-four million dollars.
0: I said six billion and I said I lowballed it. Wow. Um That's seventeen good. seventeen billion dollars in twenty twenty two and they uh just uh barely hit that. It was like sixteen point nine billion in twenty
1: uh twenty three. That's pretty terrible.
0: Yeah. It's a lot of money. <clears throat> it's a Sorry. lot of money yes
1: yes yeah you know, how much it cost to make rebel moon you know
0: right right like uh so yeah they don't need that shit anymore because they they're spending all that money on whatever well some stuff good stuff i guess occasionally
1: uh yeah some of their stuff is pretty good
0: yeah yeah
1: i wonder if that also accounts the movies that they're buying
0: yeah, that's what I was trying to, like, see here. I'm assuming it does because it's just uh, it's just the content spending cost, quote-unquote. Um, so I'm assuming that that includes the stuff that they kind of, like, buy and put out and put their stamp on.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've watched some good stuff on Netflix even recently, like, that abandoned sure. movie. Yeah. Good. Um, you said that, what's his name? I don't remember what that stupid movie's called that I'm never going to watch that you said was
0: good. Oh, yes. uh, Right. I can never remember it. It's a bad title. The Sam Esmail movie. Um, uh, Oh, Leave the World Behind.
1: Awesome. (laughs) Yeah, I'm never going to watch that. Eh, Maybe I'll watch it. I don't know. I put it on my watch list out of deference to you because you said it was good, so I thought, well, maybe we'll see how this is, but yeah, then I got real tired.
0: <laughs> I understand. It was raining the other day, so whatever.
1: I was watching other movies, you know? I know, I know. And that's when I watched the number two movie on our list, mm-hmm. um, which is, hold on, 2001, I think?
0: Oh, doesn't make me feel good. Yep.
1: <clears throat> 2001's Brotherhood of the Wolf. Oh. Directed Jesus. by Christopher Gans. Yes. Yeah. Starring a bunch of Frenchies plus Mark DeCascos and Vincent Cassell and Monica Bellucci. Yeah. But Monica Bellucci, also kind of a sort of Frenchie.
0: Yeah. Um, have
1: you ever seen this movie?
0: I've seen parts of it on television.
1: It has never interested me, so I've never watched right. it. Um, number one, the like two and a half hour runtime was always somewhat daunting oh, because, okay, I, yeah, I just didn't feel like I wanted to sit there and watch it for that long. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I didn't really think it looked all that great, but it's set during the French Revolution, or so Wikipedia told me. Okay. So I was like, well, there's got to be like some kind of guillotines if it's the French Revolution, sure. Um full disclosure. there's one implied guillotine. At the one hour one hundred and like thirty nine minute mark of this one hundred and forty two minute movie, and you don't even get like the payoff of seeing someone get decapitated, so it can't be the chagrin movie for that reason, and also because um I didn't hate this movie, mm-hmm. but it's not a, it's way 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 too fucking long, like yeah. the premise is basically that um there's this uh well it's based on the french legend of the beast of give it on or whatever On. i can't i don't speak french mm-hmm. um which is kind of like the basis for a lot of uh, modern were- werewolf mythology and stuff okay um but the king is sends his botanist and to investigate these killings that are being attributed to a giant wolf-like monster. Um, the botanist, who is um, Samuel LeBihon. Um, or no, that's the actor. Um, Greg Gregory de Franzac, Fron- who's his botanist, and his pet Indian, um, who's played by the Mark decasco's character named Manny, okay. who is an Iroquois Indian who the French, like, beat up and then, I don't know, he somehow sided with them they explained this in like a 15 minute big vignette that I was like dozing off in the middle of. So I can't really remember like why it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so they're in France to investigate this killing, of course, because he is a native American. He is a ninja and can do like all kinds of like ninja moves because that's what, you know, sure. um, I guess that's how the French view. What's it called? Um, indigenous people. Hmm. Um. It like so they investigate this stuff for all this time. De um falls in love with uh the daughter of like this duke or whatever, and but it's just a long movie, man. And in the end, what it is is all the rich people are part of this organization called the Brotherhood of the Wolf. Mm -hmm. that are looking to so Vincent Cassell's character who's actually probably the most interesting character in the movie is this scumbag like Bon Vivant who's been all over the world and lost an arm fighting a lion in Africa and is secretly trying to fuck his sister Um, who's the love interest of DeFronzac Mm-hmm. Um what it turns out is that he captured a lion when he was in Africa and brought it back with him and then took its cubs and killed them all except for one who he raised to be completely loyal to him and then he made a suit of lion armor um to put on top of the lion and then they're using the lion to attack people to lower confidence in the king of France So they can overthrow him. So it's kind of like almost like a prelude to the French Revolution. Mm -hmm. Um, Do not know it's terrible. I did not even terrible. It's just so fucking boring. Like it takes like two hours to get to that point where they're finally like talking to you about like, hey, this is what's actually going on in this stupid fucking movie.
0: I I know that I know that like this is my personal taste, but it's like I swear you said at least a dozen words. Like through talking about it, that are all words that would make me go like, "Oh my god, I watch this fucking movie!" Like Duke is one of those words. So, like as soon as a Duke yeah. is mentioned, I'm just like, "Oh my god, I can't fucking do this!" Like
1: there might be there there might be a Viscount in there too,
0: right?
1: I don't know. I don't think there's a Viscount. There's yeah. a bunch of royalty, right? There's a bishop who's mm. evil.
0: Mm. Shocker.
1: Yeah. There's a guy who's a poet that's good. That's mm. like their buddy.
0: There um, needs to be more evil poets in movies.
1: Yeah. I can't think of one.
0: Subvert your expectations.
1: <clears throat> you know, and my favorite thing is having my expectations subverted. Right? Like, it's mm. what I always am happy about. Right. When someone's trying to subvert my expectations.
0: Right. God, that, anyway, that 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 personal meme is what's gonna get me to actually like sit down and write a screenplay. I just need to like figure out everything that I can subvert your expectations on. That
1: uh-huh. <laughs> would no, probably be the, the worst fucking selling movie of all time. <laughs> um
0: or the best.
1: Yeah, well. Fuck, you made me forget what I was gonna say. <laughs> um you subverted my expectations so much, so, I lost my train of thought.
0: So, 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 Brotherhood of the Wolf, it's like, just like, kind of like, it takes too long to get to the end, you were saying? like
1: The, the Native American dude dies, he gets killed, and then all of a sudden, DeFronzac is dressed up like him, and is now a fucking ninja with, like, double swords, mm-hmm. and is killing everybody, and they end up... um killing the lion and him and the girl go off together and they sail away on the boat called like the prayer loop or something like that like brother wolf or some shit mm-hmm. um i don't know it's it looks real pretty sometimes it's got way too much slow motion it doesn't have nearly enough um action or violence considering that i thought it was actually a werewolf movie
0: Right.
1: Um. I really hated the fact that there was nothing supernatural at all going on. It was just a fucking lion in a suit of armor, which is like the dumbest idea ever. Um. And then you feel bad for the lion because like, he's only just trying to do it as, you know, like this guy that raised him told him to, and the guy that raised him is a fucking monster. And he ends up getting killed by Defronzac in a, in a duel. Um, Anyway, yeah, I don't I wouldn't recommend it. And it was really a waste of my time. But I watched it all. So I guess that's a victory.
0: Have you seen any of this other guys? Like uh, Christoph Gans. I know I've seen
1: other Christopher Gans stuff. Yeah. Let me look them up. I always call him Christopher Gans, but it's Christoph Gans. Christoph, yeah. 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 Fuck anybody named Christoph. Um, yes, I've seen Silent Hill, and I've seen um, That Beauty and the Beast. So I've mm-hmm. seen all of his movies.
0: He also did a segment in a movie um, called Necronomicon that uh, he directed one of the, it was an anthology they he directed a piece of, uh, Yuzna directs another one of the stories, apparently. Yeah. Um, and then a Japanese gentleman that I don't know who he is. What's his name? Uh, Josuke Kaneko. Kaneko, I've never seen that Japanese name. Um, I'm just going through his uh Death Note 2, the 2001 Godzilla, Mothra, and Ghidorah, mom, giant monsters all out attack. Uh, Gamora, uh, series of movies. Yeah, I don't recognize any of these titles. I'm just Hong Kong Paradise sounds familiar. for some reason. Yeah, I don't know any of these movies. I don't know who this guy is. This guy's fake. The last 10 movies that he did doesn't have a Wikipedia page to it.
1: <clears throat> this is the 93 anthology?
0: Yeah, it was released in 96 apparently. It was like put on the shelf for three years or something through my very brief research. Um, just felt like something you might have seen.
1: No, I'm probably seen one of these Yamma movies. Hmm. Let's see, I think I've seen this Azumi movie, Azumi too. I don't know. It
0: looks yeah, I'll have to see if I can find that Necronomicon movie on YouTube. It's not anywhere for free. Like, it's not anywhere at all. So, all right. So, Gons, Gans, whatever. So, what, what, which, which of these movies? Uh, so, I'm assuming you don't have a very high chagrin for the first movie, right? Master of the Flying. No, movie.
1: it's like a, it's like a four, maybe.
0: Yeah, and only
1: because it's only a four because. I just have kind of grown out of enjoying watching Kung Fu movies like that.
0: Right. Um, so what's the chagrin, though, on Brotherhood of the Wolf?
1: Dude, that shit was like a seven. Like I was so bored. Yeah. And what it reminded me of is like, it, there's a ton of nudity in it, but it's like boring nudity.
0: Hmm. And can you define? Trying...
1: that? I don't know. Like. I don't know. Like, there's nothing, like, sexual about it. It's just, like, it's just meant to be, like, weird and artsy. Right. So it's not, like, arousing. It's just, the uh, <laughs> Like, there's Monica Bellucci naked. Like, I haven't seen that 750 times in my life. Right. Monica Bellucci do, like, a fucking Cheez-Its commercial and get naked, so.
0: It's true oh boring nude day that would have been a good spin title
1: would really make me want to eat some cheeses so
0: <laughs> right um i'm so, so what held you off from like not seeing master of the flying guillotine it feels like something you would have watched like
1: i don't know how i haven't seen it honestly right uh, there was a, so those movies were Those movies were difficult to find for a long time Mm. when I was into that kind of stuff, especially like when I was like early days into the Wu-Tang and then trying to like rent those movies like they were hard to find. And then they got released and they were being sold at like FYE or something, but they were like exorbitantly expensive for what you got. Um. I've seen a few of them. Like, I saw Mystery and Chess Boxing and the Five Deadly Venoms and the one with like the 36 Chambers shit in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I just kind of stopped watching them. I don't know. like yeah. How much of that shit can you watch?
0: Sure. Yeah. yeah. I get it. I was just, it was a little surprising considering it feels like there are so many like things in this. Like, that's crazy that that's where, so that's definitely where the Street Fighter character came from. Like it has oh, to 100%. be 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that's... I don't
1: see how it's not. I mean, he literally right. is like an Indian man, and they play like Indian music, like when he comes out, and it's ridiculous. Like, his arms stretch. I was like, and then, like, they do this like far shot, and his arms are super long, and he's just like pounding them against the guy. It's pretty right. funny.
0: Yeah. Oh, all right, um, hey, well, at least you watch one movie those so all right, yeah, you know whatever it's historical in nature to some degree all
1: it'll right. be a better one you'll 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 spend me a good spin
0: this time, yeah, is that your prediction? Mhm, all right, well, let's see them. I have faith all right. do you have faith because they are all things you said, yes. <laughs> At least you're honest. <clears throat> category for next week is It Feels Really Crass. Category no, for said, next week is It Feels Really Crass.
1: I've said that like a hundred times.
0: There are... That is that is a front of the podcast Orion Ryan Wellmaker category via you. Um, there are about seven things on this that are common Frank phrases or words that are used. Um, and this is the first one that'll show up. Um uh, <laughs> so yes, it feels really crass. Is I like it the how- word crass. You do. It's a good yeah. word, but yeah. Um, I don't know how it will turn into a, cat- a very good category for you, but um <clears throat>
1: Oh, my God. It, it lends it lends so much, sir.
0: Oh, there's tons of stuff you can watch, but will you, I mean, will you want to watch it?
1: I don't know. Do I want to watch anything?
0: What? You <laughs> want to watch all, all kinds of things? You're always watching things. I know. You would have watched these movies anyway, most of them.
1: <laughs> I would not have watched Brotherhood of the Wolf ever.
0: You didn't really need to. I know that's really the You do it to yourself You watch that after you already watched After
1: I've already Fulfilled my obligation I obligate myself a little bit more Just because I'm hoping that it'll lead to better content
0: Um, As soon as I
1: finished watching The Flying Yachty movie Uh I was sitting there And I think I started playing like Final Fantasy 6 Or something and I was like, God damn, I've already forgotten like fifty percent of that movie. And that's when I thought, no, I just gotta watch something else to Right. Like
0: make well, sure that we'll see. I'm assuming whatever you have to pick that is crass in some way or feels like it'll be crass, um will be entertaining. And <laughs> and then you'll watch like five different movies trying to find one that is more crass than another. I know. Is there anything else you can do with crass? I, have to think about.
1: <clears throat> I don't need you thinking about it.
0: Like I said, it's become an intellectual game for me of like how like what different ways could you take these things?
1: You're defeating the whole purpose.
0: Well now it's like your words. It's not our words. So now I think about it more. Like it's the fun is in making you think about it. In the past two years. Now the fun for me. Is to figure out how you might be able to. Because <clears throat> it's not our words anymore. Reddit. Um,
1: I forgot what thread I sent to you by the way.
0: The title of the thread is. For the first time in its history. An NFL playoff game will not be shown on cable TV.
1: Oh Jesus. Oh uh, Hold on. I got. I got to go into our. Start chat and find the shit so
0: I um, can go I am I'm high tech so um, I just texted it to you so you have it right there high um, tech. and I did it without a phone
1: nice <clears throat> that's super high
0: tech mm-hmm
1: so this is a new segment for us so you're gonna have to kind of walk me through how you want it, how you envision it working
0: i don't know why don't you tell me um what so that? we we decided last year I uh, the goddamn
1: to... work where someone's like hey i have this idea <laughs> but you need to think of every element of it and then present it back to me
0: <laughs> and then i'm gonna say it's my idea um <clears throat> so last year for those of you that uh Listen deeper into the Spin Chagrin, Spin Chagrin podcast. Um, we referenced the idea of having like a new segment that we do every once in a while after the Spin Chagrin um, to replace food chat of each of us, Frank and I, like uh, coming up with like one thread on Reddit that like we wanted to like discuss in more detail in some way. Um, so he sent we sent our threads to each other so that like, we know like what like the general topic is at least. And we can look through the threads if we want to. Um, But I'm more interested because you sent it with no context to me, like this, this uh thread about the NFL playoff game, not being shown on cable television. Um, My, my question for you is like, what, what about this interested you so much? Like, was it the thread? Was it the concept itself? So first of all, I thought that
1: maybe it was something with like a blackout rule or something that maybe some one of the teams that was in the playoffs um, was in like a bad market or something. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I mean, whatever. I just randomly will like scroll through Reddit and like click yeah. on things just to read them. And the amount of vitriol in here for something that absolutely is not even like the minorest thing to get upset about, sure. And the level of like anger, I just thought was both like horrifying, sad, and hilarious. And right. I just was reading through it and I was like, I want Chris to experience this awfulness.
0: I mean, I, I'm just kind of scrolling through again to remind myself of this thread, but it's like <laughs> Um, I love that people are like pulling random Roger Goodell quotes, um, the NFL commissioner, if you don't watch football. Um, from, like, 2021 to, like, justify, like, why they're upset about this. So, it's like, you scroll down. it just not very far. Like, got to love this outright lie. Quote, these new media deals will provide our fans with even greater access to the games they love. This is from March 2021. Um, it's like, who's who's got, like, the Godal quotes saved?
1: These lunatics,
0: man. Right. Football people are crazy, dude. Like, I think, like, wrestling fans are crazy and shit like that. Football people are crazy.
1: Here's the first thing that I find to be hilarious. So, again, the title of this Reddit thread in our NFL Mm -hmm. is, for the first time in its history, an NFL playoff game will not be shown on cable TV. Right. So my first thought was, except for, like, the fucking, like, 70s and 80s, when playoff games were always shown on regular television. Then my second thought was as I'm reading through these threads and like seeing all these people get angry about Peacock, number one, you can get a fucking if you don't have Peacock already, Peacock will let you watch it for free for like two weeks. You right. just fucking cancel it. Like what do you care? It's not costing right. you
0: anything. What about next it's... year though, Frank?
1: Oh right, well
0: I think it's also really funny. It's like for the first time like I'm being very technical about this. Like an NFL playoff game will not be shown on cable TV. Um, I mean, I guess cable encompasses basic and like pay or whatever. But it's like forever. Like these were on like with an antenna, you could watch these games forever. Like up until like where sure,
1: they were on A- ABC and NBC and sure Fox, CBS had the playoff games and Fox right. had playoff games.
0: Yes, Fox um, is
1: technically cable television,
0: but. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know what like you get in the early 2000s. You get Fox with an antenna
1: up until Obama took away our fucking antennas. You could get Fox with an antenna, right? I don't know if that was actually Obama. It just felt right to say, um, then just like the anger at some of the votes where it's like, I don't know. All right. Well, that's actually positive. then I will not watch
0: right I hope hope they have terrible ratings
1: (laughs) I hope they lose millions like they're not going to lose millions Yeah. yeah. I hope their
0: viewership numbers are terrible and it dissuades them from doing this in the future
1: (laughs) it's just one of the most idiotic and it's like it's a long fucking thread yes and I was reading and I just kept reading I have Peacock but this is fucking atrocious I love how the NFL and its owners work harder and harder every day to alienate their loyal fans. What does this, this is a bunch of fucking neckbeards who still hate Colin Kaepernick. Like trying to I
0: mean it up- it, it's it's those well, right. It's January sixth rioters and boomers. Which might not be there there are boomers that might not necessarily be January sixth rioters. Um Somebody said, I don't know if you saw this, like I um somebody comes back and says, uh you won't my line block. Why won't my line block? That's that's the name of this user. I know that's not true because the NFL existed before cable. Dot 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 dot. Um Somebody says, you could tell whoever wrote this is a Zoomer because they don't realize that cable and network television are different things. Um, and then it's like this attack on Zoomers starts. Um And it's like a Zoomer and British. It's like, yeah, you can tell like who's in this thread by based on some of these comments. Like, it's ridiculous. Like how much everybody's upset.
1: Here's the, the, so this, this quote, I just found that this is the reason why I sent this to you Mm -hmm. from, it's either Jand, J-A-N-D, nine, we probably shouldn't actually give out people's Reddit things because I don't want people like, not that anyone's listening to this part of the podcast anyway, but we don't need people doxxed because we're like pointing out how terrible they are. I mean, I
0: think they got doxxed in the thread probably like, you know, from just posting it like publicly with their username.
1: This subreddit oh and also in the NFL subreddit you get flare that says your um team's name. Yeah. So this guy's a Chiefs fan which is 100% like believable. Right. Everyone responsible should be executed at halftime of the Super Bowl. <laughs> or some random ass first round playoff game being on fucking Peacock that everyone in the country has access to. Basically for free if you've never subscribed to Peacock. And if you can't afford $4 a month or whatever the right, fuck. Or, yeah. Here's I love these a- ones. Are, here, here's one that's like six paragraphs. <laughs> I'm not going to read it, but this is a Steelers fan. So, of course, it's an over explanation of some simple thing that could have been said like another way, because that's how Steelers fans are. That's um, no, not even worth reading. And all these people have, uh, like, there's several people on here talking about how they have Amazon. And they watch the Thursday night games on Amazon. It's like, buddy, you're paying a hundred and some dollars a year for that. That doesn't make you mad,
0: right? Right. I oh Jesus Christ! I, I'm sorry. I'm like looking at this one part that I did not see before because I don't think I scrolled to the very end or like near the end. It's like somebody says, "Who has a whose flare is Texans Chargers?" Yeah, I guess they're a fan of both.
1: Yeah, because they're a fucking bitch.
0: <laughs> well, one team made the playoffs, right? Holy um, fuck! Because
1: they can't pick one side. and stick Oh, with
0: right. Them. Yes. Yeah. Well, here's a Commanders Ravens. Um, hmm. one that responds. That's literally uh,
1: okay because that's two different conferences
0: and the same area. <laughs> that that makes it okay. That's a different conversation. Um. Holy fucking shit, I hate subscription services so goddamn much, it's unreal. Somebody responds, Well, you're really going to hate like the next coming 50 years. (laughs) Like, um, somebody says, Responds, a Chiefs fan, you will own nothing and like it. Um, and somebody says, It's not like you own anything with cable. And somebody comes in and says, this is the Commander's Ravens person. Let me recommend a relatively unknown person named Karl Marx. He saw all this coming and tried to warn us.
1: Oh man, that's embarrassing.
0: <laughs> it is. It is. Um. And then somebody comes in and says, Of course, a commie fan pointed this out. <laughs> um, and then somebody comes in, I think earnestly is like, thanks for recommending him to me I never heard of him <laughs> so yes. like much like reddit like most of these people are like fucking like 17 18 years old like um I think it's somebody just says fuck that I'm streaming that shit <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah yes you are sir yes you are <laughs> You know what's funny about all this, too, is, like, I'm I'm still reading through these fucking comments. And yeah. Like, oh, I'm not watching. I'm not going to watch the playoffs. Fuck the NFL. The NFL's gone woke, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I think I read something the other day where the NFL, over the past, like, 17 weeks, is responsible for, like, 90-something of the top 100-rated broadcasts on television. Right. And it's, like, basically every game of the NFL season was in, like, the top 100 right so number one fuck these people <laughs> because they're not right. telling the truth they're still going right. to watch shit, yep and they're still going to get there and they're going to get drunk and they're going to beat their wives because <laughs> some quarterback didn't complete a pass on fourth down and it's you're tonight, worried about
0: getting it. people on reddit docs jesus frank
1: <laughs> i'm just saying i mean these fucking like nimrods are there
0: i'm calling fucking their- <laughs> january <laughs> six rioters and you're talking about them beating their wives which is true, they do.
1: Well, it's the same quality of people. Yes. It's people that place every value of their life on something else outside of their life and outside of their control. Yes. Like, I tell people, people at work all the time, I come in, you come in Monday morning, everyone's all depressed because their fucking team lost. And, I, and you say, like, when, when, did, when did your fucking paycheck come in the mail from the goddamn Cowboys? And you are like, what? And I'm, you're like, exactly. Like, you ain't part of that team, motherfucker. Like, it yes. doesn't even matter that they lost. Just take it and move on. I don't know.
0: Yeah. So I was trying to find a thread that I saw just not too long ago. I don't know if you saw it earlier um, on the wrestling Reddit. But it was an article about streaming rights and stuff like that. And like it was saying, I guess Amazon is like potentially thinking about like trying to grab up the rights to Monday Night Raw. Oh, yeah,
1: I saw that. Yeah. It actually seems like it might is a pretty strong possibility from what I read.
0: Yeah, and, and ESPN's gone harder on UFC, and like, you know, that Um, I think it was ESPN was also, they were talking about like, might end up giving up their NBA rights, potentially. Like, there was all these, like, different, like, scenarios and stuff like <laughs> that, right? Um, But one of the things I found interesting, like, in that thread was that, like, bless you. Thank um, you. The um, What is that? Sunday, Sunday Night Baseball? Is that what it is on ESPN? I... Is it Sunday Night Baseball? I can't
1: remember.
0: It's, I think it's,
1: it... it's on one night. I, yeah, yeah. I Newtron.
0: So, the viewership for that, on average, over the past few years, is like 1.65 or something like that in the ratings. Um, Like, we're all beats that a lot of weeks. And they were talking about, like, how, like, baseball, like, you know, basically, like, outside the playoffs is, like, really, like, you know, like, not much of a commodity compared to even something like professional wrestling. Right. <laughs> but what I find really funny is that, like, you know, I mean, like, the NFL is a commodity. Like, every, like I don't understand these people that, like, don't understand how streaming works or, like, I mean, it's like, what? Right. It's like, it's well, it's like the... Blezzo's frustration, right? Like, you know, I don't want to give it too many details, but it's like, you know, there's in the t- in our group text thread, there's this frustration of these people like talking, like you know, about like streaming and stuff like that, and it's like there's these people that just don't understand how streaming works, right? Like, and we're like, you know, like they don't understand the the software, they don't understand the hardware, they don't understand like any of it, and they come into these threads like this, and they try to act like they understand something, and they just know like all the only thing they know is about the money that they're spending um but these people are still stuck on cable it's just like um how are you so here's boomers how, how are your parents operating are they still like paying for cable
1: uh, yeah i guess they do
0: but they stream a bunch of shit too right and that's where like my mom and her household is at with my uncle and stuff and grandfather they're paying for fucking direct T V. And, like, paying for fucking HBO Max, Prime, uh, Hulu, Disney. Like, I mean, they're still paying for all this shit. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you have, you have all these channels. And it's like, you know, how many of them are you watching? Everything that you pretty much want to see now is on streaming. Like, except for whatever the fuck, NCIS. Like, you know, like, fucking the new episodes of the bat, like just new episodes of shit like that. Most people in our age group or younger don't care about. Like, I don't understand like how people, I, these late adopters to cord cutting. Like, I just don't get it. And then the vitriol, like you're like, you're right. Like, you know, all that, like it's, it's, it's astounding to me. like, um look we
1: watch i don't watch peacock much yeah. There's not really ever much i mean peacock once a month was something that no other streaming service has that i find interesting and i watch like it was the five nights at freddy's movie it was on peacock and i watched that we watch the wwe pay-per-views on peacock
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they're fucking fine like anytime you stream anything that a bunch of people are streaming at the same time, you're probably going to have some bugginess to it. Right. But by and large, you watch the whole pay per view. It doesn't fuck up on you. The quality is fine. You know, it looks good on my TV and it's whatever. If you, I'm like, there's so many other things in the world to get like truly bothered about or angry about. And fucking one number one it's going to be like the game that nobody cares about is going to get streamed on peacock because like peacock gets to pick the nfl right. gets to pick what, it so they're right. going to pick the thing that's going to be seen by the least number of people it's going to go on there it's not even going to matter the next day because who fucking cares mm-hmm. about, like the worst game of the week
0: right right
1: and if you really care enough to, like, watch that shit, it'll be a hundred other places where you can see that game or some some facsimile thereof, like, in real time.
0: Mm-hmm. I yeah. So um... the whole thing
1: too, like, my parents have embraced streaming because me and my son and my brother have kind of forced them to embrace streaming and, like, recommended things for them to watch and kind of pushed them in that direction. Right. But not everything's for everybody, you know? Like, nothing's going to be perfect for, for anyone. Sometimes you just got to f- take the L, you know? Like, I can't always watch everything I want to see. Sure. Because I'm on a cable. Right. And I'm not going to pay the fucking $50 a month for sling so I can watch AEW, so I just
0: don't fucking right. watch it. Right. It's like, I, seriously, who wants to watch the Rams and the Lions anyway? Who Less is thing? it? This is going to be the Rams and the Lions. You think so? No, I'm I'm looking at it right now. Oh, like, oh,
1: I want to see that. I'll watch that game. I when mean, that's ser- Sunday. That's
0: that's, oh, that's, the, so. that's the game that's being talked about here. On yeah, that's
1: a pretty interesting game, actually.
0: I I I, I think. That's hold right. on, am I hold on? Am I right about that? Hold on. Let me let me check this. Because they said it would be. Oh no, Saturday, January thirteenth. Hold on, I was looking at Sunday.
1: Oh, it's my birthday game.
0: Uh oh, it's Dolphins Chiefs. People will want to watch that. That's
1: what the streaming game
0: is? Yeah. Yeah. Sports. Um, Yeah. Do you care about the Rams-Lions game?
1: Yeah. Okay. Sure. Which game do you not care about? They're streaming so many games on Peacock. There's got to be one that's exclusive to Peacock. That's what that, it is. that's
0: the one that no, that's that's clarifying the thread at some point, like you know, that like somebody's like, look, like you know, the, yeah, anyway, it's exclusive streaming and it's the Saturday night eight o'clock game, and that's Dolphins Chiefs. Yeah. I've uh, I figured this out, so but yeah, they're stream, streaming tons of them, like it's just like there's one that's exclusive, that's it, and it's the Saturday night game,
1: but then you also get the Browns and the Texans
0: and you get the but I African can get Lions. that through direct TV or my Comcast like or Verizon
1: right like, well go that's... watch it there you fuck
0: right but I can't see the Dolphins Chiefs
1: then you know what go and
0: <laughs>
1: make a fake email address
0: uh-huh. and get
1: your free week of Peacock and watch it mm. and then never never watch Peacock again and you'll be fine
0: right, right. until next year when they do it again
1: I think you just make a new email address for two games,
0: <laughs> right? Are there any games you don't care about, like Browns Texans?
1: I think that's really interesting. I want to see Joe Flacco, and I like CJ Stroud. I think that's a pretty cool story. Do you know? Do you know about that? The see, Texans they- won three games last year. And basically, we're like bottom of the barrel, and in one season, have turned around in one. Yeah,
0: I mean, I knew that they were bad, and turned around. Yeah, I mean, that's because he fleeced the fucking Browns,
1: who are now like their opponent in these playoffs, by getting rid of Deshaun Deshaun Watson to him.
0: It's pretty mm. funny. Mm. I didn't know about that. Um,
1: I actually don't care about the Chiefs Dolphins. I think that game is going to be terrible. I have no interest in that game. I hate the fucking Chiefs, too. I can't stand a fucking Mahomes. Um, yeah? Fucking Mahomes. Oh, yeah. That, that that fucking prick.
0: How's he a prick? I, I, I don't know enough about this. He,
1: so, for the past, like, five years, they've gotten... They're like the fucking Steelers and the Patriots. They've gotten every fucking call. The refs love them. The fucking networks love them. They're the darlings. And then this year, they've had, like, all these calls go against them. And Mahomes has acted like an absolute fucking pansy, like oh, just yeah? like throwing his helmet and cussing at refs and yelling at his teammates mm. and whining about the refs, and mm. it's just like, gotcha. You've had like this charm career where everything's going your way, and you have one season where you still make the playoffs. By the way, you stupid fucking ass, right? And you're gonna like act like just a child. It's that's dumb. No, um... I don't like think this. This I hate up about
0: football. So. <laughs> well, well, the playoffs. Um, Steelers Bills.
1: Do you care about that? I want to see the Steelers get destroyed. That's the only thing I care
0: about. I hope it's... a nuclear bomb goes off on that field and just obliterates both teams. Um, uh, my two you. besides maybe the Broncos. No, and they 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 both top the Broncos. So um, yeah, I hate both of those. Those are my two most hated teams in football. Yeah um i have
1: no i have no ill will towards the bills so i want to see i would like to see that be like 40 to 3
0: i mean i think that's possible right um i hope so until like um josh allen like you know tries to like throw hail marys like on third downs like five times in a row and gets five interceptions but um because that guy's not a very good play caller, it seems. Um, or, but, like I don't know, he he seems to be reckless. Um, but yeah, fuck the Steelers. I hate those motherfuckers. Packers Cowboys. I don't care. About uh... that. I don't care about that game at all. I am so bored just looking at both of their logos.
1: Yeah. I don't that I'm not really interested in that either.
0: Rams Lions is more interesting than that game to me. Rams
1: Lions oh. was going to be fantastic I think because number one it's just like the Texans Browns oh. thing. It's like the Lions Jared right, Goff yeah. away. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, um Stafford away to get Jared Goff. Right. Now have like won their division and are poised to knock Stafford out of the playoffs, which would be sure. Although I like Matt Stafford so whatever. I do but...
0: too. Yeah. Um,
1: and they haven't been in the playoffs in our like our lifetime, really, like our adult lives. The Lions.
0: Oh yeah, they didn't even make it that year that um Megatron like went crazy, right, with the two thousand yards or whatever.
1: I don't think they made the playoffs since like ninety two or something like that. Really, I'm pretty sure it's something like weird, like along those lines. It's it's been a really long time.
0: What um I'm trying to think of uh. Did you see that crazy, like, fucking thing with Tyreek Hill from the Dolphins Um, where it's, like, he's, like, the only person now, like, who's had two 1,700-yard seasons ever? Oh, I crazy. was, like, I was really incredulous to that, and I was, like, what? Like, that's not true. Like, fucking Calvin Johnson, like, had, like, it is like, that 2,000-yard season was the only, like, 1,700-yard season that Calvin Johnson ever had.
1: 1700 yards is an awful lot for a oh
0: it's 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 crazy but i just thought like you know oh there's been a couple quarterbacks that have done it twice like really like no he was the first one that's ever had two 1700 yard seasons which is really crazy um eagles and buccaneers on monday night only interests me so and i mean this is shit that's probably probably like death threats I I just think it's interesting because I hope the Eagles just like flame out like even further Um, and everybody's really upset and and it gets over before I have to start classes again so I have uh, so I don't have to see Eagles fans upset because they're always the worst and they're upset
1: I work with a lot of Eagles fans and the sadness in their eyes like every Monday (laughs) for the past couple of weeks has actually been um a little depressing so i'm kind of hoping that they win yeah plus fuck the buccaneers forever like i can't stand the buccaneers franchise
0: what what's your problem with them
1: i don't know just i just don't like i don't really don't have a reason for it it's i it's foreign sap i guess maybe like it's like anti-sapism or something okay
0: (laughs) uh what's your never like since we're on nfl and that's we don't talk about that often uh what what's your predictions here Huh. I gotta look at the games again. Browns, Texans. Um, I'm going Browns.
1: All right, so I'm going to give you my emotional response and my logical response. Right. Um, I think the Browns beat them, mm-hmm. but I really want to see the Texans win for a number of reasons. Sure. Mostly because I think the Texans are a much more beatable team, and they're the ones that have to go into Baltimore. So,
0: Dolphins, Chiefs. Uh, you know what? I'm going Chiefs.
1: Yeah, I think so. The Dolphins looked like frauds against Baltimore last weekend. So,
0: yeah. Uh, Steelers Bills. I'm going Bills. Yeah, Bills. Emotional, (laughs) like logical. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Packers Cowboys. I'm going Cowboys easily.
1: I think the Packers win that
0: game. Really, I think you want the Packers to win that game.
1: No, I don't care. (laughs) Honestly, and I'm not a fan of the um, Packers at all. Yeah. Um, I don't have the animosity for the Cowboys, I think, that, like, a lot of people do. um, Because I wasn't watching football in the mid-90s.
0: Mm-hmm. So I
1: don't have that same, like, America's team, like, hatred for them. Mm. I just, I, I think it's one of those things where I think the NFC East played a bunch of really easy teams this season early on, and they looked really good, and then they got shown for being, like...
0: Cowboys have just played better, perfect. though, in the second half of the season, though. I mean, I... I, yeah.
1: I, I don't know. I don't know. They've fallen apart a couple of times too.
0: They have, they have. Um, I mean, I could see the Packers winning, but I, I think the Cowboys have taken. I don't trust that Packers team. Um, Rams Lions
1: where, is it? It's being played in in Dallas. Because, yeah, because Dallas won the NFC East. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah.
0: uh huh. That makes sense. What's the next yeah. one? Rams Lions.
1: I think the Lions win that game. The Lions yeah. look really good.
0: They do. I mean, Rams barely squeaked in, right? I mean
1: yeah i think so i think Fair. they were like they they got in on the last last day of the season yeah
0: and then eagles buccaneers um <laughs> i'm still going to eagles even though
1: yeah i think the eagles won that game the eagles mm-hmm. are the eagles have not been playing well but they're not a terrible football team so
0: right sure all right we'll see what happens um next spin chagrin i'll make sure to bring that back up uh My thread to you, and I don't want to spend too long on this, was about, uh, the title of it is, what are some things you see in a movie trailer that you cannot stand? Exclamation point, question mark. Yeah. Um, and I just thought it was interesting in terms of, like, so my main thing is, like, uh, two things. I have my own particular things that I, like, hate. I'm sure you do as well. we tend to watch trailers and like, that's not going to be a practice that stops, but like we've been watching trailers a lot recently. So like we need to build it up for a while before we watch some trailers. Um, So I thought it'd be good to like know what those things you hate huh. are as we are watching trailers. <laughs> um, Also there's another part that I want to talk about with that, but uh, what are the things that you hate in trailers? So, your I'm personal gonna preface this by
1: saying, I thought about this after you sent me the Reddit link. Mm-hmm. I didn't even read link because I thought it was enough of a sure prompt to like give yeah. me to think about stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't really hate anything in trailers, like, nothing. I, I think there's stuff that's annoying and I think there's stuff that's lame, but I don't like, oh my god, I hate it when the, you know what I mean, like, it doesn't bother yeah. me, that, <laughs> okay. yeah, okay. Um. um Okay, so I'm going to give you the first thing that came to mind.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, one is the noise, and it's boom. Yeah, the, the
0: the is it any repeated noise or is it just the kind of boom thing? It's that low pitched, deep bass mm-hmm.
1: bomb sound that happens when something ominous or supernatural or unexpected is occurring. Gotcha. Like, on the screen, you know?
0: Because there's variations of that. I actually found out the name for it. It's called Previews Pulse. Um, It's very much associated with... Uh... Oh, damn it. What's the Nolan movie with... Inception? Inception. Interstellar. It's, it's Inception. I was thinking Interstellar, but it's Inception. That's what I was trying to think of. But that trailer, like, really, like, kind of, like, is the one that's, like, propped up for that whole thing. But there's variations of that previews pulse where it's like there's some movies that like somebody will be playing a piano and like, you know, the one of the piano keys becomes the like, you know, replacement for the like um, and it's the same pattern. It's just a different sound. Um, all that kind of shit mostly annoys me most of the time. There's some exceptions, but a lot of that shit annoys me the repetition of the sound.
1: I think it can still be effective when used right, but I just could think be it's way too much. And yeah. I think it's kind of lost its effect.
0: Yes. Agreed. Um To me
1: to me that noise, I don't even think of Nolan. I think of like the alien spaceship breaking through the clouds is like that's the noise that is associated with
0: mm. to me. <clears throat> gotcha. Um so yeah. there's a
1: noise that's like that in a movie that's one of my favorite movies of all time that I actually think is really effective. Okay, which is the tuning fork fork ping in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like that's something where I mean that's not in the trailer, but right. That's something that when used like correctly, like sure. really has great effect. I think so.
0: Yeah, it absolutely can. Um, it's the fact that it's like a fucking two and a half minute, three minute trailer that it's like being used consistently throughout is the problem yeah like
1: yeah again um, that doesn't, i mean it i don't want to say it doesn't bother me but i just don't hate it you know I mean, like yeah. it's i think trailers are so disposable for the most part anyway that when they don't go well like i've seen plenty of trailers that have been really bad and have masked a really good movie and then vice versa to that too Sure, like some trailers are super effective and then like the movie's right. just dog shit.
0: So right, um, I know, uh, and it's usually in combinations with the previews. Pulse. The thing that really bothers me in trailers that I just cannot fucking stand because it's so overused is the fade to black, fade in from black, or the smash to black. Technique, yeah, and a lot of times goes with that, like whatever that sound is. I hate the the go to black, come back in, go to black, come back in. I cannot stand it. Um, it is, it's it's actually vision. It's worse than the pulse to me. Actually, if I had to like rank them, like I hate the fade to black thing. It's just,
1: but again, when it's done exactly right, it can be really effective. And there yeah. has been times where it's been done well. If you're highlighting multiple characters' reaction to some unknown thing, I think that's a fine way to use it.
0: It could be. I mean like so I'm sure like some sort of Marvel movie has done that to a good effect like in the past, so many years or something like that. Um I I understand. Like none of these are like hard and fast like every single time. Like I can't stand it. But it's like the overuse of them um and then my third thing which we've talked about like watching some trailers before it's like kind of twofold it's the music in the background it's either the music sounding the yeah. same all the time or the slowed down cover like <laughs> well yeah
1: the slowed down covers are pretty common like annoyance i think in in the modern world
0: yeah um you know, uh so yeah, here again, yeah.
1: Devil's Advocate.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I was thinking the other day about how much I really like that version of um My Baby Shot Me Down that they play in Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the kind of slow down like cover version that's amazing,
0: you know? <laughs> yeah.
1: So sometimes yeah, like if it's done so, sure. exactly Yeah. But I do agree, like those those covers um fuck what was it it's like a walk amongst the gravestones or something like that and it's like some wispy wan girl singing fucking black hole sun or some shit
0: yes yes yeah Uh like
1: that's that that's the egregious example that never needs to happen
0: there's there's a thing i think of from years ago it's fucking it's fucking dwayne um san andreas uh that movie the trailer for it has Sia singing California Dreaming in the slow <laughs> like and it's like Jesus fucking Christ like it's <laughs> um <clears throat> so yeah, one of the things
1: <laughs> one of the so things my, okay, my, my one of my pet peeves in that sense is also a song but it's what I call in my head the far and away theme mm. where it's like yes like some like like you're
0: watching dune Mm -hmm.
1: yeah like lilt of like non-words yeah that's supposed to make me think of the old country and right fucking mystical adventure or some shit like fuck you
0: yeah yeah there and 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 the thing is there's like when i say the same type of music that's exactly what i'm talking about it's a certain type of movie that will use that just like there's certain types of songs, if they don't use a real song, like certain types of scores, they'll put behind like a comedy movie, like or like a quirky indie comedy movie, like and it's yeah. just and it's just so samey. One of the things that like people bring up like all the time, like I've seen threads like this before, is they talk about like trailers giving too much away, and the thing is. These got these to me, these have to be like either people that aren't thinking back far enough or like didn't live through trailers in the theater or very young, they've always given too much away. Oh, Oh. yeah, I agree. I think that's true. Like, and I'm going back like before I was born, they give too much away because I went back and watched trailers from them. Like, so you watch like something like the commando trailer, right? (laughs) Okay. Or a predator. they show you shit from the end of the movie, like in those trailers. And I was too young, maybe at the time to like be able to piece it together. This is the argument it goes back to an argument that we had a long time ago on like you know um the old website. But it was like you can start piecing together what happens in the movie if you're keen enough in terms of the visuals and the dialogue and stuff like that to put together what happens in a movie. And if you go back and look at those '80s movies, like they tell you everything. And so I did a test where I went back and like looked at um the Chinatown trailer. Do you know what's in the China, Tr- Chinatown trailer that I didn't know? I never, I never watched it before.
1: Forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, fucking yeah. Um. <clears throat> Now the plot isn't ruined for you in that, I will say. But the final scene of the fucking movie is in the trailer. Um so it's like it's a bullshit complaint. Anybody says like they give too much away, it's like, you know, it's a valid complaint. It's just like that's not a new thing. Like, you know, at all. Like that has always been the case. And if you're a savvy enough viewer, you can start putting together pieces and hypothesizing or theorizing about, yeah. like, what's well, going to happen that movie. You're
1: talking about the argument on our old website. You're talking yes. about the
0: fucking village. The area. village trailer. Great trailer, but, by the way.
1: Because we figured it out, and then people accused us of, like, being spoiled. But right. But no you could have, like, known...
0: Right. Right.
1: Right. and yeah.
0: Yes. um, This forever argument that, like, we've been... We've referenced probably like eight times overall on the history of the podcast, I think. But um but yes. Um so yeah, like the, I, I see this argument all the time though, and it's like I, I just think those people that aren't either thinking or are too young to like really know, but it's like this has always been the case, always. Um but what I will say is like though you go back and watch trailers from the 80s, that music shit doesn't exist. Like, it is always distinct in some way. Like, the musical score behind something is always different and usually is taken from the movie in some way for the trailers. right? Or it's the soundtrack to the trailer. Yes, it's that's what I mean. That's song. what I mean. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. So, to me,
1: that that's the difference between the world of our youth and the world we live in today, in the sense that, like, you could build a whole album release around the fact that, you know, this song was written for the debut of Footloose you know what I mean mm-hmm. and the video would have scenes from the movie and whatever and that's just not the way it is anymore like now you have to be able to catch like that viral like of the moment song you
0: know mm-hmm.
1: run right. download and see a thing in California dreaming because right. no one's gonna buy the San Andreas soundtrack
0: you know what I mean sure Right, but they'll buy the single, right? You know,
1: or they'll download it, or sure, whatever. They'll add it on Spotify. Right. Sure, that's right. I mean. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: it's just not. Yeah, I don't, to me, that's just more. I mean, it's always been like a commoditization of the music of the movies, yeah. and this is just like the modern iteration of that. I think it just right. sucks because the way they're doing it is stupid.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, some of so these
1: are really sad forlorn version of um me and julio down by the schoolyard and have something like awful happening on the back end of that mm. you know i'm talking about the mm-hmm. uh, Simon, or I oh i
0: know the song, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: yeah mama pajama rolled out
0: of bed <laughs> into the police station and then oh, and a- and if you break it up and like split up the lyrics far enough that's a horror trailer you can do that a horror trailer like yeah that.
1: well like they're walking like it's like it's like a low low angle medium shot following someone walking into a police station with like a hammer covered in blood or something mm. and that, see
0: yeah this sounds like saw 11 trailer to me
1: oh man and maybe we'll get a hired to direct the movie because we'd be just as talented as anyone else has ever done it
0: <laughs> oh i don't know what we're doing to ourselves over the next five months frank i'll be honest Good. with that Good shit. Good it's time. it's gonna be some shit yeah. all right um so the only thing that really annoys you then just to be clear is some of the the the, the low base and at times and then some of the covers and a fart joke and if, oh well we didn't even get into comedy trailers but yes that's a subcategory so it's like you know I, I also get annoyed with comedy trailers when it's like joke overload I just hate a fart joke
1: punctuating something mm. like when somebody says something and then it cuts to a scene especially of like an obese person <laughs> and, and then somebody is like, "Oh no, you didn't!" And then that's that's where I've like that's why I don't like comedy because to some people that's the height of comedy,
0: right? Yeah. I I feel like you're thinking about it. Is this like Big Mama's house or something? Like what is this or Nor or, this or Norbert Nor, Norbert? Or yeah, any any Murphy baby. movie where he's in? Right, it could like, be anything. Yeah, because yeah. what's the other what, professor? What is? What are the, the Nutty Professor? Nutty that's, Professor, that's- yeah. That also happens there, right? Yeah. Yeah, of
1: course. It, he farts right. everywhere, man. Right. All,
0: right. All right. Well, next week we will be back um with This Feels Really Crass as the category. And yep. um let's see. well next couple of weeks, we'll have the first of our Saul episodes coming up and the first of our movies Blessed Who needs to see Before He dies on the main podcast. Thanks for listening, yep. everybody, and have a good week. Deuces.